0: Thank you so much for checking out the Connect Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired by this week's sermon. So let's jump right in and check out this week's message. Hey, how about we do this? How about we just give the Lord a hand this morning? And as you've seen, as we celebrate Connect Church and all that God has done in the life of our church, really, at its heart, it's a celebration of Him. Not any man. It's a celebration of of Jesus. And while we gather together today to make much of Him, to connect everyone with the life-changing gospel of of Jesus Christ. And so welcome to to Vision Sunday, a time where we can celebrate what God has done and look forward to how God is going to continue to move in the life of, of His church. This isn't my church. This isn't anybody's church. This is his church and we are so glad uh, that you are here today and I'm excited about sharing uh, some of our five-year vision after being in a year now over here excited about sharing a little bit of that with you today but I want to begin here and that is with a headline that caught my attention this week and oh how I love living in Sevier County WVLT says this if you come across a bear never push a slower friend down even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Man, isn't that good? Hey, listen, I, I don't hike. I know it's hard to believe, but if I were to hike with you, I would never push you down if a bear came. Probably trip you, just so you know. Just throwing it all out there. Hey, but you know what's amazing about our, our time and our vision today? It's really ensuring that nobody really goes it alone, but that together we see God do something Incredible. Hey, together we're going to run away from the bears. We're going to run to Jesus. Together, let me share with you just some of the celebrations we start every staff meeting, every deacons and elders meeting that we have in the life of our church by celebrating. Let me give you some stats from this past year, and that is some of our celebration is we saw an average attendance across two services at 732 people. Uh, I love this right here that of those 732, some 665 people attended a connect group, and out of that 314 people uh, served. Regularly in the life of Connect Church. But I, I want to tell you a, a better statistic than that, and that is last year we saw nearly 70 people baptized and over 200 professions of faith in Jesus Christ. And that's really the, the celebration point. Of our, of our time together today. I wanna to celebrate some more things. We don't talk about this as much, but I want to. And that is, in some of the praise coming from our worship team, is this idea right here that over 8,100 hours were consumed online through people watching and taking part in Connect Church. Meaning this, that every month, As we pulled the analytics, there were over 672 unique viewers who worshipped with us online. Meaning this, as that trend continues to grow, that there are nearly 700 people that will take in this service today and worship with us. And many times we'll find those who come to faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And so uh, God is not only using Connect Church in the room. But he's using Connect Church all throughout live streams. Here's another great thing. This year we added 220 YouTube subscribers, a platform by which people can worship with us at Connect Church. 141 more followers on Instagram. When it comes to Facebook, 611 more followers, totaling some 4,557 people who follow what God's doing in the life of Connect Church. Nearly 20,000 followers. Interactions inputs by people and comments and likes and shares of connect church Which means this is that that God is not only using us in the room But he's using us in other rooms besides here and we are so thankful for how God is using Connect church and here's the deal our heartbeat behind our vision is really to do this is for God to use us from our neighborhood to the nations to use connect church from our neighborhood to the nations to see God move. I love this about our vision. It's grounded really in God's mission to save the world through connecting people with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. It allows us to see a vision of God, to have a vision to see where God is moving and simply church for us to join him there. And so the word is out, part of our vision is we need a new home not because we are being kicked out because simply if you've ever parked on a Sunday, we are running out of room. We need a little bit more room. But here's what we're keenly aware of. And church, I want you to know this. We're keenly aware of what Psalm 127.1 says, that unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers, those who build it, they labor in vain. And so our vision is asking of God to build his house. To build his house. I love what Leonard Ravenhill once said. He said, anyone can draw a crowd. But only the Holy Spirit can build a church. And our prayer has been, Holy Spirit, would you continue to build Connect Church in the days ahead. And as we ask the Holy Spirit to move, we're reminded of a simple passage that really undergirds our vision. You may have heard it before. John 3, 16. Shocking on this Sunday. I'm not even preaching on the period today. But watch this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. You ready? Our vision must be in step with the heart of Jesus and that heart is to rescue the perishing by connecting everyone with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. As a church, we do that in three ways. Number one, we love God. We love people, number two. And number three, we make disciples. Let me remind you of what I said in the video. That when I speak of the church, I'm not talking about a building, but a body. Not a program, but a people. Not an organization, but an organism made alive by Jesus Christ. And so a question you might have is why? Why a new home for Connect Church? And simply put, to make room to make room. Barna Research tells us this, that in any given community in America, only about 25% of Americans are what you consider connected to a local church. That means this, if you were to juxtapose those numbers on our population of around 100,000 people in Sevier County, that means anywhere but 70 plus thousand people are in nobody's church today. Guys, that's a big problem. They are either unchurched, meaning church was never a part of their story. Jesus was really never a part of their life. Or they are de-churched, meaning for whatever reason, they have left the church and they have no plans on going back. And I'm going to tell you something that absolutely breaks my heart. Here's why. Because I'm simply reminded in verses like these that when it comes to those 70 plus thousand in nobody's church, you know what I'm convinced of? That Jesus loves them. And so do we. Hey, that Jesus is after him. And so any vision we put forth ought to show that we're after him as well. Because he is. Now we have what I consider the greatest news in all the world, that we have the joy of taking the good news of the gospel of Jesus to some 70 plus thousand people who may not be in Christ, who may not know him. You see, Kyle King, a, uh, our minister of, of groups and, and finance, man, I love him. He put together a couple of slides that really show why it is that we need to make some room. So we've been here for over four years now, and our attendance continues to grow on Sunday mornings, which is a wonderful thing. I, I love this. Let me show you this chart. You ready? Orange line. That's our Easter attendance since 2020. You ready? Now, the blue line is our church attendance since 2020. You're going to note something here real quick is that you see where we are, 534 people, which is incredible. And you're just babies at that point. And then we take a pretty severe uh, dip in attendance. Uh, Let me share with you why that is. You ready? And it's going to be clearly seen. COVID-19 happened. Uh, The world stopped going to church for a couple of months and did so online. And so we see that reflected. But after a year, we find ourselves back even stronger than when we went into COVID-19 as far as people in the room. And we we have continued to grow. Um, We celebrated 732 people in attendance on average last year. In January alone this year, we've seen 842 people average in attendance. And in the month of February, well over 900 people in attendance. And so that line continues to grow up. Easter, we didn't have it in 2020. Uh, because of the obvious of of COVID pandemic. But then we came back in 21, over 1,000 people. Last year, over 1,600 people. And I'm going to tell you something. Getting 1,600 people on this campus is a wonderful chore. Wonderful chore. And everything points that we'll have even more here to hear the gospel this coming Easter. And so we begin to see that there's some room for growth. So the question that comes... Can we grow any more as a church where we are? Well, that's a great question. And part of the reason why we know these numbers so well is because we've got to figure out how many cars can we park in a parking lot? How many people can we seat? A better question, in a booming children's ministry, how many children can we effectively minister to? And so let me tell you what our projections are. If we're averaging over 900 today, our projection across two services is that we can grow to anywhere between 1,250 to 1,250 to 1,400 people across two services. And that just depends on how you package them. How many people come in a, a minivan versus, you know, on a motorcycle? However people get to church. That's what our projected growth is and so guys we have room to grow across our two services as is Anthony what happens if we start reaching around 1100 to 1200 people and we know that we can't fit much more than that well there's a third there's another option that uh is not now but a potential and that is to multiply our services to go to an eight o'clock to move our nine o'clock to 9.30 and to do nothing with you guys, right? Just keep you at 11 o'clock. This will allow our potential to grow anywhere between 18 and 1900 people. By the way, if the Lord chooses. Just so you know, we don't sit around the staff and go, how do we reach 1800 people? It's not, it's how do we park them if they do come? How do we make room in, in the house if they do come? But we see potential growth. And so here's the point in all of this. We have room to grow. Even as we look towards the future of Connect Church. And when we send you out, and when I say at the end of every service you are sent, it's not just a tagline, it's not just a, hey, this is when we know it's over. It's the real idea that there are a lot of people who need Jesus and they're waiting on you to take him serious enough to bring them, To bring them to Christ through the gospel and introduce him to the family that is his church. There's room to grow where we are. Now, one of the biggest questions I also field is Anthony we've been raising money for over a year now for land have you found any land that you love I found a lot of land I love man there's a ton of it out there now there are some considerations we have to have and the first one is pretty big and that is this is it available man I've driven on so much private property I've driven my truck up there and prayed over people's land I don't even know their name I look them up on a hunting app and I find out who they are and I call them so we sell it to us And they say no. So it's not available, right? Not available. Here's another consideration on land. Is it accessible? I've, I've had a lot of people send me land that's out there and, and we find maybe maybe 15 or 20 acres. We need about 15 acres but, but maybe it's it's at the end of this one lane road and, and there's a bridge that floods every other Thursday and, and Anthony can we have that land? Well it's not really accessible for hundreds and hundreds of vehicles and at some point to cross each other in traffic and then to have a main artery enough to be able to dispense of that traffic so that we can let another service come on in and not every bit of land is accessible in Sevier County. I don't know if you've driven our back roads. Not all of it is accessible, but that's a big, that's a big question. Now here, listen, here's the third one. Can it accommodate? Guys, we're projecting to build a space, a building over 43,000 square feet on the ground. Guys, that's an acre on the ground. Can I tell you what you have to do when you build that big of a building? When you have hundreds of people, over a thousand people, maybe one day that worship together? Can I tell you what else you need? A toilet. You need to be able to flush a toilet. And here's the problem outside of the city limits, you can't have access to sewer anymore to build a big building where you can flush your toilets. So we have a very limited scope on where we can buy land to accomplish such a size of a building. And so, you, can it accommodate us? Will it have the utilities available for us? Does it have the ability to park and to drive to? It's a big question. And then, really a big question, is it affordable? Now, now housing prices and values, they're dropping. Um, Residential land prices, they are dropping. Commercial land prices are as high as they've ever been. On this day, people are paying more for real estate than they ever had in our county. And so one of the questions that we must ask is can we afford it, because church, listen, We will not go into debt to purchase land for our building. We're just not going to do it. And so we've got to ask, is it affordable? Hey, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. Is it affordable? Now, on that question, uh, you say, well, Anthony, have you found land? Yes. Hey, by the way, put in an offer for a piece of property just a couple of days ago. I've put in a lot of offers. And we're going to see exactly what God does here. But here's some other things. I just want to celebrate in this whole year plus that we've been giving towards land. Can I just celebrate that above your tithe, above your your normal generosity as a church, you have given $2,352,875 to land. Hey, this is shared across 204 different families who have given to the vision to purchase land for our new home. And can I just say... Thank you. For those of you who've pledged, continue your pledges out for the next few months as we end our pledge campaign. And know this, that you have positioned us to sit at any table with a cash offer for land and a strong position to do so. And so, thank you for your generosity. Can I tell you one of my favorite slides? And that is this. Y'all wanna know how much Connect Church has paid to debt services or on debt in the past four years? There you go. Hey, doesn't that look good? And with all that and all these questions of land and all these questions of growth, can I tell you a passage that really sticks out my heart out of Proverbs? Watch this. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. You know what we've done for over a year now? We've done a whole lot of trusting in him. Well, we've done a whole lot of leaning on him. We've also done a lot of acknowledging him and trusting in the fact that this is his church. Hey, guys, at the end of the day, this is his church. He's going to get his glory. And he's going to simply show us how he is going to do that. And so we are in a season of waiting on the Lord. I don't know if you could tell in the song we kind of closed in. We're in a season of waiting. What we prayed this whole time is for God to open the right door and to shut every other door. But here's the key. For us not to be out in the hallway holding on to the doorknob while he does it. For us to trust in him and to worship in the waiting even if we have to do it out in the hallway. To worship in the waiting as the Lord works it out. And so in this season of waiting, can I for the next few minutes just share with you parts of our five-year vision and where it begins to focus. And first, it begins to focus on our children. On our children. Did you know that according to Barna Research, that over half of all Americans who claim to be in Christ came to Jesus before the age of 12? Do you know what that means? The best time to connect anyone with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ is when they are a child. When they're a child. Here at Connect Church, our Connect Kids ministry is one of our strongest, and God is bearing fruit through it day in and day out. Let me give you just a snapshot from our Connect Kids ministry. Last year, they averaged 141 kids every single Sunday morning. I love that, that's not even the workers included because we have about 23 volunteers every service, so nearly 50 volunteers who are downstairs right now, loving on your kids so you can do some loving on Jesus up here, they are the heroes behind the scene that every week to the tune of there's one adult volunteer for every three kids, and just to show you how much we've grown, and that is this, that now they're averaging nearly 190 kids from just last year. They're up to nearly 190 kids down there. I love it, I love it. God is bearing fruit. Our new home will focus and do everything we can to build the best children's space in order to create an environment where children can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and where little disciples of Jesus are made. Hey, can I remind you something about our Connect Kids ministry? We do not have a babysitting service. What is happening right now downstairs is a disciple-making machine to the glory of God and to the good of our kiddos. I'm so grateful for them. In fact, a ministry we launched at the end of last year brought on Brandon Boone as our minister of preteen students. This is what their preteen night looked like the other night. It's a little dark photo. That's over 40 preteens sitting in a room watching the movie Facing the Giants. I don't know if you remember that movie from long ago, but they're watching it for the first time. They got a message in the gospel at the end. Guys, I'm going to tell you, God is bearing fruit in the life of our Connect Kids ministry. And speaking of kids, our new home will be the center of foster care training and adoption in Sevier County. We will host Tennessee key classes that are necessary for families to become foster parents. Did you know this? That as of this past week, There are over 200 children in DCS custody in Sevier County. In the custody of our government in Sevier County, over 200 children. I don't know how much of God's word you read, but where was it ever put on the shoulders of the government to take care of our community's kids? The church ought to be on the front lines of loving our community's kids and, and rescuing them from the perishing that is going on all around them. And that's why we partner with ministries like Isaiah 117 House who have opened their red door over 143 times to welcome in children on the worst day of their lives, which is the removal day from their families. And they've welcomed them in Jesus' name. Connect Church in our new space we will make sure that the church remains on the front lines of rescuing our community's children from perishing. And a unique part of our vision, when it comes to children, we want to also come alongside of mom and dads on the worst day of their life. And that is if tragically they ever lose a child. This is a unique part of our vision that, that God's really just placed in my heart to have a place, a cemetery, or parents can go because oftentimes whether it's in the womb or in the delivery process or, or shortly after a child dies, there's not plans, of course, made for that child. And so for free to Sevier County residents, we want to offer a place where they can bury their child, a place to visit, a place where our team and our ministry here at Connect Church will come alongside of them and love them and minister to them. Because you know what's true? We celebrate all life from the womb to the tomb. We are unapologetic about about it and every life, no matter how small or how short, matters. And so, we're looking for three to five acres. If you know some, you have some to where we can build. We don't need a ton of room, but a cemetery to love our moms and dads, point them to Jesus for free on the toughest day of their lives. Our vision focuses on children, but not not just children, but on students and college students and, and young adults. I love some of the praises. I love seeing students baptized in a day and age where that is becoming a rare thing. I love what God's doing in the life of our student ministry and our college ministry and seeing them saved and lives changed. And we must continue our focus on this age group. Barna goes on to say, that some 35% of people who claim to be in Christ in America today were saved between the ages of 13 and 21. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the, map or, or with the math on this, but that's 85% of all professing Christians came to faith and trust in Jesus Christ as either a child or as a student. Our vision focuses in on student ministry. We must continue to reach him. I say this often when we talk student ministry. At Connect Church, we do not have a student ministry. We are a student ministry. We are one. And there is a big difference. We love our students. High school, middle school, preteen, college, young adults who are in the workforce. Man, we love them and we'll continue to focus the gospel On their age group. Now, an outflow of focusing the gospel not only on our children, but our families and our community. Connect Church will meet the need for world class Christian education in our community. The church ought to be on the forefront of an education option, and by the way, Connect Church will be in Sevier County. On average, churches use their facilities less than 10% of the time in a given week. Not so with us. Most churches sit empty most of the time. Ours will not, because we will launch Connect Christian Academy, real quick, go Warriors. We will launch Connect Christian Academy in our five-year vision. And listen, we have so much to share, and I don't have time to do that today, but look, we are so excited about what God's going to do. Now, let me kind of warn you here, because you might in your mind go, well, that means you're abandoning our public schools. Or you're no, not at all. We have administrators and teachers and staff and students that every week we send as salt and light into our public schools and we celebrate how God is going to use them. But it is okay in an ever-increasing world that is hostile to the gospel, to carve out a Christian education option for children and families who wanna pursue that route. And that's why we wanna launch Connect Christian Academy. Not want, we will launch Connect Christian Academy. And listen, we got it all together, and we'll share it with you one day from the portrait of what a warrior is in Christ biblically. And we're gonna talk more about the pursuits one day, about our future accreditation, our legal status, our educational philosophy. We have some credible studies out of Notre Dame and the Cardist Education League. Listen, we got some credible studies that we're going to show you on why Christian education is such a great option for families. But until then, I just want you to know that a big part of reaching kids and families and students with the gospel is going to be Connect Christian Academy. We will be on the the forefront, and as a ministry, the heart and the vision of our school, Connect Christian Academy, is to provide excellence in academics and athletics and the arts, a world-class education with a Christian worldview in order to graduate and send student leaders into college campuses, into the workforce, into our military, and even out on the mission field. And whether it's Connect Christian Academy or the ministries of Connect Church, our hope and aim is that every graduate of Connect Christian Academy, every student who goes through our student ministries and our college and adult ministries will be equipped to be godly husbands and wives, moms and dads, business owners, employees, pastors, missionaries, and more. And we send them to reach the very neighborhood we are in all the way to the nations with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. We also, in our vision, it's focused in on groups. I, I share this often, and that is this, that you will learn more as a believer sitting in circles than you ever will sitting in rows like you are today. How important it is for groups of believers to get together. This past year we had 42 groups and 665 people who connected To a group we are going to continue to focus on every life stage that's represented not only in our church body But in our community To engage people in doing life together with Jesus Now one of those areas that I want to highlight today is our senior adult community. I Got this from brother Jim Gore who I love and he shared with me the other day this that each day in America 10,000 people 10,000 Americans turn 65. That's one in every eight seconds. In severe County. the 65 plus age group is the, is the fastest growing part of our 100,927 citizens. It's the fastest growing age group. The county's combined population, if you were to drop that to just 50 plus individuals, is just over 39,000 people. And if you were to juxtapose recent data about the church, that means this, you ready? That in our community, people 50 and over, of them, 24,000 are in our community and have no church home. Man, there is work to be done. There is work to be done. That's over 24,000 people who might very well be perishing in their sin who need the hope of the gospel. Hey, can I tell you two things I'm convinced of? Jesus wants them, and Jesus is after them, and so we must be too. Continue in our group's ministry to make much of Jesus and to call people to faith and trust in Jesus. And in our vision, as we continue in our efforts to connect everyone with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ, from our neighborhoods to the nations, our heartbeat is for the sun to never set on the mission work of Connect Church, that wherever the sun is up in the sky around the world, Connect Church and its partners and people are actively sharing the gospel and making disciples. So here's just some goals that we have. To see a thousand salvations and baptisms over the next five years, kind of in that waiting, that God would allow us to see that. See 1,500 people involved each week in a connect group. I pray for the day that more people are in connect groups than they are here on a Sunday morning. To see four to five campuses and churches planted. And by the way, let me tell you what I don't mean I'm not good on camera. I camera adds 400 pounds, okay? I don't mean putting me on a screen somewhere else in another room. That's not what we're talking about. Can I tell you what we are talking about? That every Sunday, Connect Church has been planted in the juvenile detention center in Sevier County, sharing the gospel and baptizing teenagers who give their life to Jesus. That's a campus. This past week, we opened the door in a nursing home who has invited us and welcomed us in You know what? One day we're going to have weekly preaching and singing and sharing the gospel in a nursing home. That's what I'm talking about. Helping churches get planted in our community and around the world. We're working with two churches in Colorado as we speak. In fact, I may need to up that up in our vision. 1,000 people across our Connect groups, 1,500 in worship, 1,000 people serving the Lord in the life of Connect Church, 300 Connected and Connect kids, and in students, 300 college young adults, two unreached people groups, reached with the gospel. We're working with one of our missionaries now in a closed and sensitive country, so one of those is already taken a main campus of Connect Church, Connect Christian Academy, to be built for the sun to never set on our missions, and to open a coffee shop that I'm going to share with you about here in a minute, but that God would do that from our neighborhood to the nations. And lastly, and not certainly the least, we have both the heart and vision to read individuals and families to reach them, those with special needs, with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, it's estimated that only 5 to 10 percent of the world's individuals with special needs are effectively reached with the gospel Making those with disabilities, that community, one of the largest unreached or underreached people groups on the planet. Here's just a couple snapshots from Night to Shine. They need the gospel. They need to know just how loved and how cherished they are in Christ. Now I loved it. And you know what? We get a chance to make a difference among this community. You know, Jesus was aware that this very community might very well be overlooked, underrepresented when it comes to the church. And so he makes them the target of the Great Commission. In Luke chapter 14, verse 13, but Jesus says when you give a banquet, watch this, invite the poor, invite the crippled, the lame, and the blind. And watch this, church, you ready? You will be Blessed. and for the work we've already done we are blessed far beyond any measure and so in our new home we will build a space designed specifically for children with special needs a large sensory perception room that will foster an environment where children with special needs can effectively learn more about the gospel and just how loved and just how valued they are to God we will build a playground that is inclusive for children with special needs and children that do not have special needs so that children can play together and they can learn from each other. In our new home, we are going to have a coffee shop that is going to be open throughout the week. It's going to be staffed and ran by individuals with special needs, giving them job training and skills that they need to find better employment, more money per hour, because the job market is not good for those who have special needs. And so we want to create a coffee shop to where they'll have the chance to pour into and be poured into in in this coffee shop at Connect Church. From the founder of Biddy and Bose, which is a coffee shop, Amy Wright speaking on accepting an award for this coffee shop that has the same design that we want that is run by individuals with special needs. At an award ceremony put on by CNN, she said this into the camera to her two young children with Down syndrome. She said this, I wouldn't change you for the world, but I will change the world for you. It is time that we start changing the church world to be more inclusive, to be looking for and making preparations for this wonderful community to be integrated and celebrated as a part of the church community. You see, our vision, and what I've just given you a glimpse into it, goes from the very neighborhood to the nation's. And we're asking God to do it. And as we ask him to do it, I'm going to tell you something, church. It's going to take a lot of work from us. It's going to take a whole lot of prayer equity from us. But it's also going to take a whole lot of generosity. Last year when I shared the vision, a little seven-year-old boy turned in this little sandwich baggie. (laughs) You know, a little snack baggie packing with their lunches. And there's $10 here and just some coins. And it was simply tell Pastor Anthony that this is for the new building. He's so excited to see it come, and y'all, I'm gonna hold on to this just like it is until the day comes where we buy something really. I mean, we put the money down on on our building, man. I'm gonna we're gonna include this in there, but it's gonna take a whole lot of generosity to see it done. I don't know if y'all've ever seen that bumper sticker that says this: "He who dies with the most toys wins." I don't know if you've ever seen that. I've seen it a lot of times on big old trucks. Sometimes we buy into that. He who dies with the most toys wins. But in God's economy, the person who wins is not defined by how much they have, but how much they give. Not how rich they are, how generous they are. Such a vision is going to take our generosity and he has so far. But hey, can I remind you that that those who die with the most toys still die and stand before God? And guess what? They can't take their toys with them. But we can take take the souls of our family and our friends and our community and communities around the world that we point to Jesus Christ, and that is why we exist. Cheney Greer said this, makes this assessment. Most of us think generosity is something God wants from us. According to the Apostle Paul, it is something God wants for us. We are worried about how much we'll have to give up to be generous. But Baal talks in terms of God and what God wants us to gain. And so I'm going to surprise you. You ready? Man, we're not, we're not kicking off a campaign for vision today. Ain't asking for any extra money towards vision today. We're going to let the pledges come in for our land. We're going to buy land. And one day in the future, we'll start a, a giving campaign towards the building so that we can build debt-free. Today, I'm not asking for you to give anything, but to pray. Here in a moment, Zach and the team's gonna join us, and I'm just gonna call our church to pray for this five-year vision. Trusting the Lord, leaning not on our own understanding in all our ways, acknowledging Him, and trusting that He's gonna work this out. Because you say, Anthony, do you really think you can do this? No. No. But do I really think God can? Absolutely. Absolutely. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to do it without him. And I can't do it without him. I love this. Hudson Taylor, the great missionary in China that that reached really an entire nation for Jesus and with the gospel, once said this, I have found that there are three stages in every great work of God. First, it is impossible. Second, it's difficult. And here's lastly, then it's done. Hey, guys, in this season of waiting, oh, it's been difficult to find land. But soon enough, it'll be done. Soon enough, all of this that we offer up to the Lord, soon enough, it will be done. And I want to, want to remind you as the team comes and they're fixing to lead us, Guys, this is not about a building. Yeah, we got to build one. We're going to bump our head on the ceilings here together. But it's really about this body that God's assembling that's a church. Not necessarily just the programs. It's about the people those programs target. Not an organization or a business model, but an organism made alive in Christ. To celebrate the stories, and I think of just the past couple of months a catalyst conference here at the church that, that we sponsored. See, dozens of students saved. And that's where it's at. A marriage conference, over 150 couples coming together going, man, we want to make much of Jesus through our marriages. And as God is working to redeem and restore marriages. Man, I think a night to shine. A prom night for, for folks with special needs. To love on them and to to pour the gospel into them with the Tim Tebow Foundation. I don't know if we've ever done anything better than that night. I mean, I I think of compassion. Do you know that to date, you guys have rescued over 270 kids in the Dominican Republic by sponsoring them each month? Last week, at our compassion table, we had first-time guests go back and rescue a couple kids, and here's the reason why. As I looked at this lady... And they had a beautiful family. Her two, her two kids, her husband was there. You know what she looked and told us? Just so you know, I'm from the Dominican Republic. And I was a compassion child that somebody sponsored. And how Jesus rescued her. I mean, that's some good stuff. Can I tell you what makes me even more excited? Two Sundays ago, after this service, a daddy and his boy stood here. And given their heart and their life to Jesus. Last week, one of those who made a decision for Christ came and found us, and just a visitor passing through thought he'd come to church. And Jesus forever changed his life. The many of you that celebrate with me almost weekly, that 90 days you are clean and free and clear of addiction. 120 days, you're on a year. And Jesus is healing you guys. And all this talk of building and what God's doing right now. Lord, would you do it again? And again? And again? And as his word says, God, would you allow us to see your goodness in this land we're living in, in Sevier County?